installment of Dancing About Architecture. Yay! I didn't get to my vocal warm-ups. Oh, do you want to do them now? No, not really. No, oh, I really want to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Ah, ellipse the teeth, the tip of the tongue. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Lion face. Ah! <laughs> Lemon face. Mmm. Lion face. Ah! Lemon, Lemon face. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we're looking to, to turn things around this episode a little bit. We had a, kind of a disaster of an episode last week. Yeah. Which we I haven't mean, published for you, but we're going to do that to, what'd you say, to punish ourselves? To punish ourselves. And I think I was better than you. Yeah, it's possible that you were. I think, uh, I really wouldn't debate that. Uh, I, you know. I, I was listening to it, I was like, oh, you know, my story is kind of funny. Joe is really the flat one. No, I had two really bad stories. And, yeah. uh, well, you didn't help. No, I didn't at all. No. No, oh, I was just, just like, kind of. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about the story. Tell me, tell me more, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Friends. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just keep telling this terrible story. Yeah. And you did. And I kept asking questions about it. It was more like we, it was a role reversal. <laughs> right, but I don't know how to play that role as well as you. Yeah, it's true. You know? I am the better actor. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, are we going to dump right, just dump, are we going to dump right in? Let's dump it. Let's dump it. Um, are we going to jump right in to a terrible friend archetype? I think that's what the plan is. Is that the top of the clock here? Yeah. Uh, and our terrible friend archetype for this week is... The naive nincompoop. The naive nincompoop is, uh, is, is, is a terrible friend archetype that we came up with, uh, based on a... A few of our friends. Yeah, a few of our friends. I think we came up with a few different examples. Yeah. These are, these are turning out to be a little easier to come up with than I thought. Yeah. I thought we were going to run out of these real fast. Right. It's actually, it actually seems to be our easiest category. Yeah, but, yeah it potentially is. Um, Which I guess just means like we have a lot of terrible friends. <laughs> that's possibly. Because <laughs> these are all based on people that we are friends with. Well, least, I mean, how else could we come up with these, at right? At least on Facebook, yeah. At, at the very least. Yeah. Um, well, this one we came. We were able to come up with examples really quickly. Like uh, we came up with 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 three right off the bat. Bing bang boom. Yeah, and so we developed this terrible friend archetype uh, by sort of merging those three people that we discussed. Exactly. And what the the naive nincompoop really is uh, is is a friend that thinks they're smarter than they are. Right. Thinks, uh, well, I mean, I think. We, to, to be a little bit more specific, it's a friend that is dumb, uh, that yeah. thinks they're smart. Right. It's not a friend that's smart that thinks they're even smarter. Right, like me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Scotty. Uh, it's a friend who's actually dumb. Yes. By definition. Yes, definitely by definition, and I think, and not necessarily dumb like uh, an idiot necessarily, but just not smart. Right. Right. Yeah, just a pretty, you know, I would say, very average intelligence. Yeah, subpar you know? intelligence. Yeah, like a solid, you know, hundred IQ, yeah. maybe ninety-eight. Yeah, somewhere know, around just, there. Just hanging in there. Yeah. And I think this is, a, you know, it's a perfect example of the failing of our education system. Yes, the fact that you can get a college degree. Mm-hmm. And be pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I believe I believe all of our examples do have college degrees. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, graduate degrees. Graduate degrees, at even. least two out of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, this this person, uh, w- one great example that I that I was able to come up with was was this terrible friend archetype as a friend. Uh, they, 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 it's not like they have a tendency to lie, but when they do lie, mm-hmm. it's real easy to tell that they're lying because they're not as smart as you. So when somebody who's less, who's less intelligent than you, in most cases, lies to you, mm-hmm. it's really usually pretty easy to tell that they're lying. Right, because there's just a big gaping obvious hole in their, in their, in their logic. Story. Like it's essentially like they have, they have an alibi for the truth. Yes. You know, like you were, no, you were in your bedroom. Yeah. Like you weren't on a date. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, I was there. I saw it. I was, you know, I don't even have to be that smart to to determine this. Though actually, 
I just this reminded me of a, a roommate that I had back in the day who was a male flight attendant, straight male mm-hmm. flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, which I hate to say, like I, you know, it's just as soon as it's someone's a flight attendant, you're like, oh, it's like uh, when we met, it was yeah. interviewing me for the room, yeah, and it was like, oh, so you're not gay, yeah, you know, like it was just that was such an assumption, yeah, um, which I'm sure would get me in a lot of trouble nowadays. But sure. at any rate, um, he was a hyper nerd, yeah, like online role-playing games and you know was really really into that shit had this you know command center gamer computer whole thing going oh on. yeah fully into it yeah and so it was funny because he, he would be gone most of the time and then he was home for like five days stretch mm-hmm. and he had like scheduled three dates in that period of time and so you know romantic dates romantic dates okay. yeah we're you know we're we're very friendly. with you no not with me oh with with women oh, okay um i think some dating website or something was involved right but at any rate so you know we were friendly enough we were involved in each other's lives so i'd be like you know oh hey man how'd the date go or whatever and so like yeah first girl boom it was an okay date yeah second night it was something else Uh and then third night um i came home and i expected him to be gone it was like came home at like eight o'clock you know yeah late night at work yeah if you're on a date he's in his room and I'm like, oh man, like, what happened to your date? Did you, did you, was it a bust? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, sh- hold on a second. And he like covers the microphone on his computer, and he's like, no, I'm on it right now. <laughs> and he was actually on a date in the world of Warcraft. Oh yeah. Like the girl came with, like, joined his clan or whatever. Yeah. For a quest. Right. And that was their first date. Yes. They ended up um, getting married, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that kind of thing happens. Oh, totally. Well, they like went to Renaissance fairs together, all dressed up and shit. You know? Oh, it was yeah. Just, it was nerd heaven. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how does this relate to our terrible friend archetype? It doesn't at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is just a random story. Random Scotty story. I see. I just, see. Just, okay. You know. It's a good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so our, uh, we hope that you get the gist of the, the naive nincompoop at this point now. Um, so we've come up with some mottos, core desires, goals, and, and other properties. Um, so the, the naive nincompoops motto is I'm smarter than I am. Yes. Their core desire to be special. Their goal to be their facade. (laughs) Yes. And what's their biggest fear, Scotty? Having their stupidity exposed. (laughs) <laughs> Did you write that as your, just so that I'd trip up on it? Yes, just so you would trip up on it. No, I, I, as I was writing these, I thought it might be better to tell it from the person's point of view. I the, felt like you wrote that to me. I wrote it to you because yes. I wanted to have your stupidity exposed. <laughs> like that was a, that was the whole that was that was, a, that was not, not only their goal but my goal. Yeah, it was a not so subtle hint. Yeah, of like throwing you kind of one of these people. And that's why I asked you to tell it. Yeah. Tell us. Exactly. Uh, and their strategy? Surround myself <laughs> with people of equal or lesser intelligence. That's not true because I it, hang out with you all the fucking time. Uh, uh, and it's also, it's, it may be their strategy, but they're not usually very good at it. I mean, maybe there's a lot more of them out there. <laughs> Uh, but we wouldn't know about them if they didn't surround themselves with more intelligent people like ourselves. Well, I mean, I feel like in the in the case of one of these people, or actually both of them, there's definitely the two that I know, in, you know, personally. Yeah. There's definitely a piece, uh, like they definitely keep me at a, at a range. They um, do because they know that you can expose them. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, like I had... Uh, one of these people, I, I commented on something of theirs on Facebook. Yeah. And he requested that we discuss it in, in a... Privately. Uh, in a DM. Yeah, not... Didn't want to be exposed publicly for their stupidity. No, didn't want to... Yeah. Didn't, didn't want to play in public. Yeah, mine, mine was so bad that she moved away. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one seems to have moved away as well. Right. So they eventually, the great thing about this terrible friend archetype is that they eventually remove themselves from your life. Right. You know, they're so terrible and then you expose them enough. They're just going to seek out, they're going to follow their strategy and seek out, seek to surround themselves with people of equal or lesser intelligence. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a nail on the head guy. So like, it's only going to, it's not going to last long with me. Like, I'm just going to, 
Yeah, no, it didn't work. It didn't last very long with me either. Yeah, with with my uh, with my naive nincompoop. Uh, so right. their weakness. People smarter than them. Yeah, people and... smarter than me. You definitely set this up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I did. Well, guess what? I'm not that dumb. <laughs> well, you know, part of the part of this exercise, I think, is just making sure that. If we are one of these terrible friend archetypes, which I'm sure we fit into somebody's Absolutely. terrible friend archetype. Well, and I think that also there's a, there's probably a, a component to this where it's like, you know, the things that bother you the most about other people are things that you, you know, are, yeah. are, are, are traits that you possess. Yeah. And so I think on some level, all of our terrible friend archetypes are maybe parts of ourselves that we've grown out of. Yeah. Or moved past. Or are still trying or to. still battling with. Yeah. Um, and it's a good way to take it out and, you know. Well, yeah, this is going to, this down. has to be therapeutic for us. It, it must be because we keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and their special talent. Wearing ignorance like a suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> and what a talent that is. Oh, God, it's such a talent. You know, it's like the Bill Murray quote, I think, is the best one. It's like, you know, there's, there's no point in arguing with a stupid person because they'll just bring you down to your level, bring you down to their level and beat you with experience. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, you can't even, No, it's like this, this, this topic has nuances and it, complicated pieces and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's all about this. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a little story that's, it's based on the, uh, my example friend of this terrible friend archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, and regardless of whether it really fits into this archetype or not, it's, I think it's a, it's a great story. Um, yeah, to be determined by Scotty. Uh, so this was, this was a roommate of mine. Uh, and she, uh, I had, I had, so I had two other roommates and one of the roommates, uh, had, for his birthday, his mom sent him a piece of his favorite pie that she makes. Okay, just real quick. How old were you at this point, and what was your hairstyle? Uh, I was probably about 33, mm-hmm. and my hairstyle at that point was exactly the same hairstyle that I've always had. Okay. Cool. <laughs> which is short. Short, showing off the cool curls ever so subtly. Yeah, which is, I don't even try to show it. It just happens. I actually try to make my hair look straight. It's a total accident. Yeah. Yeah, you know, (laughs) that's just how it goes, you know. I love when when you get sweaty at skee-ball sometimes and and you'll have a little Superman curl pop down. You love when I get sweaty no matter what. I love it. So so the the one roommate had, uh, for his birthday, his, his mom sent him a piece of pie. A piece of pie? One slice of pie. That okay. she had baked in celebration of his birthday. It was his favorite pie that she makes him every year. But he wasn't he, he wasn't there to celebrate with them. Uh, he was here. So she saved him a slice of pie, carefully packaged it up, and sent it to him. Okay. And uh, he was so excited to get this pie. And he put it in the fridge, still wrapped up, and he was going to eat it. Which I think was his mistake. It, it, in regards to this story, his mistake was not eating the pie right away. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, right? <clears throat> oh, why, the story why he like... even saved it, I don't know. But yeah. So he saved it in the fridge. He put it in there. And a few days later, uh, he's he comes out of his room and he's like, or comes out of the kitchen and is like, guys, where's my pie? And at this point, it was me and my brother and him and my other roommate, who is this terrible friend archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, where's the pie? My mom sent me this pie. I was ready to eat it. It's gone. It's not in the fridge. Where the fuck is it? And and my brother and I are like, what? what? No, we didn't eat your pie. Why? We wouldn't do that. You you know you yeah, told you us you made yeah. a big deal about this pie. I'm not going to eat your pie. That would be terrible. That'd be awful. And and the other roommate was like, "What? It's pie." <laughs> it was just kind of like the lies started then, right? Well, yeah. What's pie? I don't even know. Who are you? What? I don't. What? <laughs> like just like what's pie? Yeah. <laughs> like you mean like the number? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're the right. Tiger. Yeah. Uh, so 
everybody denied it, and he was just like pissed. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Nobody's leaving this room until one of you guys. Right. But we never resolved it. It was never resolved who ate the pie, for for probably a good year. Oh wow. So a year later. He had long forgotten about the pie. We had all long forgotten about the pie. I'm sure there was some tension still there somewhere, yeah. right? Uh, a year later, he had already moved out. She and she moves out. Finally, you know, like I had said, she removed herself from us because between the combination of my brother and myself with her, we were just too overpowering. Can't imagine her. that would last very long. No. You, you two fucking jackals. No. We, yeah. we, we, we didn't let her get away with anything. Right. So she moves out. Jersey jackals. Yeah. Uh, and it, in in pure her fashion, because we had lived with her in a place before this, and she also did a terrible job cleaning up uh, upon the move out. We ended up having to clean up all her shit. So she moves out, takes all her shit, and I move into her her old room. Mm-hmm. This is the master bedroom right across the hall here. Uh, and obviously she had not cleaned up everything. So I move the bed. Under the no bed way. is a plate with moldy crusts of pie. <laughs> with a little a little note. Happy birthday, Daniel. Oh my god, even she even kept the note? Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. So, not only was she terrible at lying at, in the first place, I think I think that my other roommate had figured out already that she was obviously the culprit because I think that he trusted Dan and myself. Yeah. Or that you, you at least enough to be like, yeah, I ate your fucking pie, man. Who the fuck keeps it around for 4 days before they eat it? Yeah, and if I had eaten his pie, I would have told him. Yeah. For sure. And been like, "I'm sorry, man. I'll, you know, get you some new pie." Right. Uh but, yeah, in the true aspect of this terrible friend archetype, not only did she do a terrible job lying in the beginning, but also left evidence at the end. Yeah, even the fucking card. Everything. <sighs> sitting under her bed. She ate, so she must have come home a little drunk or something, found the pie, eaten it, felt bad and hid it under her bed. Which this always blows my mind. I mean, that's like this is like seven-year-old child, right? Level line. Right. This, this is, is what like, blows my mind about if it. If you're gonna eat someone's, you know, birthday pie, <laughs> and then you get called out on it, you destroy all the evidence. I know. Like you don't just throw it in your trash. You throw it in your neighbor's trash. And she you had know, so many chances to get rid of the evidence. You make it all. Go and of away. all the things that you could leave behind when you move out. You leave the one thing that's the evidence that you ate the pie? Right. I mean, that's just... That's... Yeah. It's it's a real nincompoop move. Real nincompoop move. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, you know, the big problem, and this is something we also run into, I think, quite often. I might have even brought it up in a past podcast. But is, you know, when there's people are in a position, I think, you know, the, the easiest example is, you know, beautiful people. Yeah. And, you know, they just get kind of... Um, uh, coddled. They get coddled. They get... Yeah. You know, people want them around or for whatever reason. Because they're beautiful. Yeah. They're... they're they're Oh, you're so great. You know, they're, they're avoiding conflict with the person or whatever, especially with, like, hot girls, you know? Yeah. Especially. Um, yeah. And it's like a philosophy professor that had put it best, which was, you know, for every hot girl you show me any hot girl and I'll show you one guy that's sick of her shit yeah you know yeah well known quote yeah because when you get in there it's it's mm-hmm. it's all good for the minute but then it's like fuck you know you can't be straight with these people because they always have somebody that's gonna you know it's like a it's the same thing I think like you know a rich person runs into or like you know celebrity yeah. you know it's just people are always kissing their ass when somebody finally gets real they can just turn... Well, they have to move on to the next people because those people are going to accept them immediately, which is why I think my roommate moved out and went on to the next life right. and probably has done it various times since. Yeah, unless your group of friends just becomes like a, a group of sycophants. And I think that's one thing we noticed on our, on our our one of our examples today is like, yeah, you know, the, the idiot post on Facebook. Oh, lots of the comments. Then, I mean, a whole shitload of idiot comments. Yeah, that just made it easy for him to just keep going with yeah. this idiocy. Just think that, you know... Yeah. Oh, God, it's so terrible. 
Well, anyways, I think that wraps up the naive nincompoop. Yeah? Yeah. I'd say that's good. I'm, I'm really excited about the mom box. Um, oh, you're excited about your mom box entry? I'm excited about my mom box entry. I feel like, so, I, feel like I got a little weak. Oh. You know, the bag of toenails? Meh. Yeah. That wasn't very good. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was the shit I Yeah, but, you know, I was going to run with it. I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. Well, that was the problem. Was that yeah, we didn't that, say that was the main problem with last, last episode. Yeah. yeah. I could have just really laid into you on that one. Absolutely. So what's in your mom box this week, Scotty? In my mom box is a Barbie doll with hypodermic needles for legs. <laughs> the smile that just came across your face as you said it yeah. is so good. I think I actually want to make one. <laughs> so like, so tell me more. This is a fun piece of art. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. So tell me more about it. Like, so... I mean, it's not that well thought out. I just think it's fun. I know, but I want to explore it. I want to explore it with you. Okay. I want to. I want to. I want to imagine what your mom would think of it when she came across it. Um, I think it would be like a real strong. What the fuck? <laughs> Is there anything in the hyper? Are they clean hypodermic no, needles? Dirty hypodermic. I oh, dirty. I think you said that. Yeah, yeah dirt. Dirty hypodermic needles. Dirty with blood? Dirty with, like, old I mean, heroin? I'm thinking just, like, you know, a good sticky brown stain inside. Right. You know, like something that was left but then Would you get, like, would you get real used hypodermic needles, like, off the street? Or would you have, like, maybe used them yourself? Or I think I'd just sort of, you know, like I'd, find I'd artistically them. create them. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah, so they weren't necessarily, like, found objects. They were, like, right. artistically created. Like, you would take a, a little dry brush... To them like I'm thinking like for the liquid inside yeah you know I just do I just I would pour in a little bit of coca-cola and then just leave it in the sun for, for uh, yeah nice. yeah that's a that good get the the residue that yeah. I was looking for mm-hmm. and then I think um I want it to rust so maybe I like just, stab a squirrel oh stab a squirrel just draw a little bit of blood out <laughs> you know like lure him <laughs> yeah you know because don't hurt him you know just kind of give him a little yeah, jab but like a park squirrel you know you can <laughs> You can totally do this where you just like put some nuts in your hand. Yeah. Not the ones attached to your body, but like, you know, some almonds or something. Right. And you can just like. Because squirrels love almonds. If you're persistent, you know, you maybe give them one and then you you do this. They'll come eat them right out of your hand. Yeah. You know, and it's really, it's it's really creepy. Um, It's like cute at first, but then if you feel one of their teeth scrape up against you. Ooh. I've never fed a squirrel. All of a sudden, the squirrel becomes a rat. Yeah. And your rats. Oh shit, this thing has got gross little teeth. Well, I've always seen the squirrels as rats in the first place, so I never attempted to feed one. Well, I think they're cute. And I fed one with, out of the palm of my hand so that I could take a picture yeah. and send it to my girlfriend, uh-huh. ex-girlfriend, but when we were together after we'd had a little bit of a a little bit of tiff. Okay. And I had gone for a walk. Yeah. And I And you wanted to show her squirrels. what? She loves squirrels. Oh, she she loves yeah, squirrels. She, loves them. she thinks they're so fucking cute. It's one of her spirit animals. Oh, really? It's her primary spirit animal is a squirrel. Ah, I see. And um so, you know, That's a terrible spirit animal. Well, that's cuz you think they're rats. Yeah. But, you know, they're cute and mischievous and, you know, hyperactive. Like, right. That's. Yeah. So uh, are rats are, too. They're cute and mysterious and hyperactive. Um, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think rats are cute. Uh, they're just as cute as squirrels. No, see, that's not true. Yeah, have you ever seen somebody with a pet rat? Yep. They can be pretty cute. Until you look at its tail. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with its tail? It's gross. Man. Oh, you're saying the the main difference between it's a rat tail. and a squirrel is the tail, because squirrels have the fluffy tail. Yeah. Versus a rat's Rats, tail, which is like a fucking worm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a significant worm tail. There. Yeah. Yeah, and the rats have like the pointy little nose. Yeah. And like squirrels don't have a pointy nose. Yeah, it's cute. Okay, so you like rats? Uh, I like them just as much as squirrels. Which is like on a scale of, you know, um, zero to puppy. I'd say, well, no, let's give examples. Let's go with, uh, we've got on the low end, um, what's the gross, some, some like deep sea fish. Like a know? cuttlefish? Not a, no. Not like, a or like one of those, gross. one of those like, one of those angler, angler fish. fish. Okay, for, okay, we've got angler fish. Yeah. To, um, German shepherd puppy. Okay. Yeah. On a scale of anglerfish to German shepherd puppy. Yeah. Where do I see rats versus squirrels? Yes. Or rats and squirrels? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the high end, I'd say probably about two thirds into German shepherd puppy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So about a sixty. I just because I I just think that there's a lot more disgusting shit between 
squirrel and rat and anglerfish. Mm-hmm. I could think of a lot of more disgusting things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to okay. know what's in my mom box? Um, I definitely want to know what's in your mom box. Joe, please tell me. Okay. Uh, in mine, uh, I'm going to leave for my mom, uh, possibly on a thumb drive, you know, just to but, make I mean, for easy able... access. No, see, this is, I think... My mom's pretty easy technical. Access for your mom? Yeah, she's very technical. Okay. She, yeah, she would know exactly what to do with a thumb drive. All right. And, and, and actually, even on the thumb drive, I'd make it easier for her. I'd make an autoplay. Okay. Because I'm technical as well. So as soon as she plugs the thumb drive in, the media will just begin. Play. Yeah. Yes. Turn the volume up. It'll do everything. So all she has to do is go take the thumb drive, plug it into her computer. As long as the speakers are on or she's got headphones on or something, she's good. And I'll probably put a little sign on it or something that says, like, listen to me, you know, just <laughs> yeah. so she knows to put the headphones on or have the volume on. Right. Um, and it'll just be a series of recordings of my own orgasms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, Whether they be from sex or masturbation or any, just a collection of okay. that for so variation. Nice, a nice mix. Different sounds. For variation. Scapes. Different soundscapes. Yeah. Different different intensities. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you're going to have different intensities in between yeah. jerking off and, and having sex. Yeah. But there's like there's different intensities in within the jerking off category. Absolutely. Even. Oh, for Sometimes sure. I have a completely silent jerk off and sometimes I have a surprisingly loud jerk off so you actually will make some some vocal noise oh yeah oh really sometimes solo solo yeah and sometimes i even get a kick out of it yeah yeah you're turning you're turning yourself on well it's not turning myself on because like right at that point i don't need to be turned on doesn't matter i don't know but sometimes when i'm at that point like i'll even you know like it, it, it frustrates me like i'm watching porn and like the video freezes yeah like i want I want that stimulation all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes uh, it's actually happened to me recently. The video ended, and I just took it on my own. Yeah, I mean, I've, d- I've done that before too. Yeah, but you know, if if I'm really honed in on it, yeah, you know, like I got a really good right. You got a good scene good going scene, on, good position, chemistry. And, yeah, you know, hot girl and yeah, and good position. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, like I'll really. Yeah. Even if I'm like yeah, getting close, like it's like I'll like skip ahead. But you, like a better part. You don't yeah. ever make noise? Um, you know, I occasionally will make a little noise. Like I'll, a little squeak? You know, it's like if I'm... No, not like a little squeak. Like, <laughs> I can just picture Scotty at the end just being like... <laughs> um, no, like uh, if I'm doing a solo... I just pictured you masturbating. God damn it. You're welcome. Um... It's, it's, a, if it, you know, when I'm solo, if I'm not watching porn, mm-hmm. um, or using any, you know, external, external stimulus, things, if I'm stimuli. going full, uh-huh. you know, it's like if I'm going full fantasy and it's about someone particular, you yeah. know, like I had somebody where, you know, we got to make out, but then it was like, yeah, I have a few of those. We in couldn't, the yeah. you know, we were ready to fuck in the coat room, but like, you mm-hmm. know, she had a shitty friend that had, you know, whatever, like. Ooh, maybe a terrible friend archetype. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh, the cock block. The cock block. Oh, that's an obvious one. Oh, my yeah. God. Let's it's, write this down. It's, it's, yeah. That's got to be done. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you know, so you get cock blocked for whatever reason. So yeah. you have, like, every, you know, justification to, to assume that, like, this will happen. Yeah. Um, I, I will sometimes say their name if I'm really deep into it. Really? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I I can see where you're what you're saying there, and I think I may have done that in the past too. Yeah. So for me, I think it's like it's sometimes like, almost like I'm calling to them. <laughs> yeah, and you you very well you may be. Um, I mean, I am. Now for me, like I was saying before, it's like it's purely sort of for my own entertainment. I think that like. Can you give us an example of a noise? Oh man, I think I just did. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if I can give an example of a noise, but the nature of it. I mean, just give me like the nature of the noise would be like a moan Mm -hmm. or a grunt. Yeah. Um, but it, but I think about it while I'm doing it or after I do it, and it's not, and I realize that I didn't do it because I it was instinctual or it just sort of happened, but I did it because I felt like I wanted to. Yeah. And it's mostly I think because I know I'm alone. Mm Hmm. 
And Did you feel a little less lonely? It's not that I feel a little less lonely. <laughs> little it's more, more lonely. it's more hey, because that could be your thing too. A little more alone. A little more alone. <laughs> you know, like really alone. Like yeah. you get one of those like you know, little little well, jerk and jerk and cry. I mean if you know anything about me, that's what really turns me on is is being alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So making a little noise in this in, in a little bit of an echo chamber yeah makes me realize how alone i really am in right. the world a little taste of infinity right you know? yeah yeah i get it a little a little stare into the abyss yeah Not yeah like, oh yeah man no I'm... so sometimes i make this noise when i feel that feeling like i'm staring into the abyss i'll just be like oh, oh so it's almost like an ohm yeah, it's a little bit uh, of a chant or yeah, an om, oh, if you will. I just, I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> what does that mean? Think about six to midnight. Oh, you have the weirdest boner right now. Weirdest boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was more of an empathetic boner, but I really mm-hmm. I got that. And I, and I think I'm actually going to try doing an om while jerking off next time. Try doing it throughout the entire session. You know how you can do that thing? I don't know if everybody can do it, but I know I can. Most people can. Maybe they just don't realize it. But you know how you can do that noise that you can just do for a really, really long time? Yeah. And it kind of goes like this. Uh, yeah. You know how you can just like, you can hold your breath and do that for a really long time? Try doing that through the entire length of your jerk-off session. Well, I think then you're also drifting into a little bit of uh, auto-erotic asphyxiation. You know, you're gonna get right, because there, there is that like oxygen. fine line of you're running out of oxygen. Yeah. And it's almost the same as, yeah, choking yourself. Yeah. 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 But it's a little safer than hanging yourself in your closet with a belt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah. Just ask, uh, or you can't. <laughs> Just but ask any of those famous ask. people that have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I still think it's a, it's a fifty-fifty ball. That that's what Robin Williams is doing. Yeah, I don't know what it is with that. I, I, I mean, David, I, I wonder. It was really easy to be like, yeah, he was jerking it and choking himself, you know. Yeah, I didn't, I, Robin, I, that one didn't like, throw me for a loop at all. Like, he was, he hung himself with a belt. Who did? You know, Robin Williams. Oh yeah. It was like his belts pinned to the to the top of the door with like the door shut, you know. Yeah. And like, is it, that really how they found him? He was yeah. like, yeah. So I mean, to me, that's like. But that for, sounds but, that sounds like so, whoever found him, or they, you know, they, 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 they just like pulled, they just his, pulled pants his pants up. Pants up like it's fucking Robin Williams, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I'd probably do the same thing if I know, found. There's him. no way we're we're, we're letting if the I'm, world know that Mrs. Doubtfire died, you know, jerking it. Yeah, I mean, if I found Robin Williams, and and he was like that, I would pull his pants up. Yeah, you know, in my house, if he was, if he did that here, yeah, specifically, which I hope that's what happened. It wasn't in his own house. I hope that he was at somebody else's house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I ever do that, I'm gonna do it at somebody else's house. I'm gonna like meticulously seek someone out, break into their house, and autoerotic asphyxiate myself in their doorway. Oh god! Yeah, that is, that's gonna be the way. But only if I ever get famous. Know. It's not yeah. gonna matter if I don't. Well, actually, you know, I'd probably be still good if I wasn't famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd be better. <laughs> I, I wonder about this autoerotic asphyxiation. It's the hardest thing to say. Autoerotic asphyxiation thing. Autoerotic. I just wonder about it, and like, how good could it be? Like, do you I think mean, it that must the be allure? Good. I know. Like, do you think the allure of it is what makes people do it? Like, do you think that? Like, because like right now, I think about like there's been a few people that you know that died because of it or whatever, mm-hmm. and I think about it, and I think. It, okay, if they did that, and these are famous people that could have got, had the best sex from whoever they want, and whether through money or their talent alone, right. they could have gotten whatever they wanted, but they chose to hang themselves in a doorway or a closet while jerking off right. because it felt good. Yeah, but like, I mean, how many people had that though? Like, I, I mean, I remember I had a relationship in college where, like, this girl and I could not stop fucking each other. Like, yeah, it was just, it was unreal. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, ten times in a day. Like, right, we actually did ten times in day once, and then we're like, you know, if we do this every day for a month, that'd be three hundred a month. Yeah, and we did it. 
Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It was yeah. one of the great accomplishments of my life, like seriously. Yeah. So that's fucking hard to do. Uh, yeah. And we must have not done much else that month. We didn't. It was jam tournament college. We had one, you know, bullshit class. Yeah. It's like a, you take a an, an elect forced elective. Super. You just show up to that class exhausted. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was it was really funny. But um, I remember like a couple weeks into that. Yeah. You know. The, it got to the third week and then it was just like doing it just to do it you know had to had to get <laughs> it must have got exhausting line. but man all i wanted to do was like get high read some harry potter and then jerk off thinking about anything that wasn't her like harry potter hermione <laughs> <laughs> specifically underage girls <laughs> <laughs> no 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 okay but but Hermione like so you imagine yourself as Hermione's age and having sex with her yeah, she, yeah okay. and I was only like 19 at the time so yeah so it was close you know, it was close it, was, it would have been statutory rape at the well, least well and I, honestly like it wasn't Hermione I was saying like it was just literally thinking about anyone that wasn't her yeah and but it was uh, I don't know why I mentioned Harry Potter <laughs> but like it was like I'd started the book and uh-huh. then I like wanted to keep reading it but I just never had time yeah we were always fucking have, we were always fucking yeah which was cool, but I'm just saying, like you know, from a celebrity standpoint, you know, it's like when you're get, you can get all the pussy you want. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just want some solo time. I, I get that. I totally I just get don't that. Have the, but I don't have the but, courage but it's not for the so, auto asphyxiation. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. It's not so much about the the alone time. But what I'm wondering is like, is it that good? Well, is it that good, or is it the taste of death factor? Because like, is that what it is? Is like getting close to debt to dying that make does it make your orgasm better, or is it really makes your orgasm? I I don't believe that so like, much I, better. Which I, I just don't. Think. I just don't believe I don't that. Think it's the I mean, case. I, yeah. But I'm, I'm you know, it's like I'm willing to give it a try. But the thing is, is that there's ways to do it. You need a buddy. You need a well, yeah. But like, <laughs> the thing is, will you like, do it with me sometimes? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll be your um, maybe my autoerotic association buddy. Well, yeah, because like the thing is, is that you're what you're doing is you're cutting off the blood supply to your head, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's like putting somebody in a sleeper. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna pass out. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Right. Like you're uh-huh. not gonna die from somebody choking you out for. 20 but unless seconds. if you're hanging yourself. But if you're hanging yourself, you pass out and you keep doing it. You're so gonna like, die. Yeah. Right. But like I don't think you need to hang yourself to do it. It's like if no. you are hanging yourself to do it. You're pushing it. I think there's like even this taste of death, like where it's like you got to find this. Is, is it the fine line of like doing it and then taking the belt off real quick and like not dying? Doing, getting there and just, just you know, yeah, just right up to that fucking edge, right? Yeah. I mean, I suppose like that, that, maybe the maybe the thing is is when you've achieved that level of success and notoriety and celebrity, there's yeah. nothing left for you but to like tempt death. Right. Why not? Right? It's David Carradine, man. He's fucking kung fu. He's done everything, yeah. He's, I mean, he was kung fu. Yeah. You know. What else was there left for him to do? I mean, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Which was awesome. Which was awesome. Oh, my God. The goldfish story when he's making the sandwiches. It's just too bad he didn't die the way that he died in the movie. That was so much cooler. So the, much cooler. The, the five-point palm... No. Five-point palm exploding heart technique? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's way better than hanging yourself Honestly, while you jerk that's, off. I wish I could die. Now, did they find point. him like with his dick in his hand and everything? Like nobody pulled his pants up. Nobody pulled his pants up. <laughs> no. Somebody found him and they were like, "Was just like what the fuck?" Yeah. And you know, did they find him in a hotel room. A hotel room, yeah. Same with the guy from In Excess, right? Oh yeah. Right. That was the first time I had ever heard of it. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. The guy was, from In Excess. I was like, "What? He did what?" Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. But it just was one of those things that like I wonder if the allure of it is more than the actual feeling of it. I, I feel like it has to be. It must be, right? You know, because I've tried it like just when I'm like jerking off by myself after I watched an episode of uh, Nip Tuck where they were like talking about how amazing it is. Do it? Did you just choke yourself? Yeah, I just choked myself. Yeah. And um, no, it wasn't any. No, I just like, started losing my fucking wood. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd be just distracted by it. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, no, I forget. What the fuck are we talking I, I, about? No, I forget I mean, what I was going to say. It was going to be awesome, and then I totally forgot. 
Okay, so, well, I guess that wraps up the mom box. That wraps up what's in your mom, mom box. box. So that's what was in our mom boxes. Ah, our moms cool. are going to be thrilled. What if we couple the, the mom box with the autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> we make sure that the mom box, we like hold our mom box and hang ourselves. Or use it as the stool. <laughs> use it as the stool. <laughs> By the end of this, our mom boxes are going to be so big. Yeah, just like your, room. just like yours, a mom room, just like. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be the mom vault. <laughs> the mom vault, yeah. Yeah, which is basically just gonna be a repurposed bomb shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, well, she actually has to walk into it. Yeah. We leave her a treasure map to get to it. <laughs> At, really... I mean, at this point, both of our moms have to experience both of our mom boxes as well. I feel right. like I I feel like my mom would be left out if she didn't see the contents of your mom right. box. Or maybe we have a joint mom. We have joint mom vault. Yeah, listen, we have so much shit, and we can only afford this space. Right. So we just put all our shit in this one. So if either of us dies, just go in. <laughs> You'll have to. Maybe Joe died. Scotty didn't. You'll have to just see Scotty's shit prematurely. Now that would be the worst. Like that's like the <laughs> that would be that is so, like the ultimate nightmare tontine. Yeah, you know, like well, this is our agreement. You know, like whoever dies first gets avoids some access, serious shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, because access to the mom box, the mom vault, is allowed once one of us dies. Yeah. Right. Oh God. And to like, both you, of our moms. Yeah, that is the the worst tontine ever. Oh my God! That you know what. <laughs> I might save this. No, I can't save this for another one. The contents. Of, what's in your? What's in my mom box this week? Your mom box. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too good. I couldn't save it for another episode. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, that's, God, I mean, think about that. And for everyone who doesn't know what a tontine is, because it's definitely one of those. I, I, I was I was waiting for you to explain that's a that fuck to us. You word for sure. I just know it from Archer, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, a tontine is like when, like, say, like a group of friends, like you and me, and like, say, three of our other friends. Mm-hmm. We all agree to throw like a hundred dollars into a savings account once a year on oh, like, yeah. birthdays or something. Sure. And the last guy alive gets it. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually illegal. Oh yeah. With good reason. Right. Obviously. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it'd be like a tontine. It's like right, a because reward. You're, you're essentially like motivating your friends to kill you. Yeah, but like in this one, we would actually be motivated to keep the other one alive, right? Because if you whoever, whoever dies first, like the other one's holding the bag. Like whoever dies know, first wins. Absolutely, like for a hundred. It's probably illegal wins. too because it promotes suicide. I mean, it would. It, I think it would actually help get me there if, if I was at that point. I'd be like, oh, and I can leave Joe with the fucking mom vault. <laughs> Doing it. Just if you ever just get like a random. Fuck you! Text message from me at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm just gonna run to the mom vault and just empty it out. <laughs> just set it on. Fire. Oh God, no! Because <laughs> can you imagine explaining it to the other guy's mom? Because oh. I mean, the, the best part is like you don't. Have you don't to, have to no explain it. That's the best part. Nobody of it. knows anything about it. Nope. But if if it was a joint mom vault, then it's like you you somebody's know, gonna have to do some explaining. Some serious explaining. <laughs> well. First of all, listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you even open that vault, just listen to the podcast and then decide if you want to look in it. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I think crushed mom box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing much better this week. Yeah, we're doing good, guys. Okay. This is for you, yeah. audience. Yeah. Um, all right, so. We're going to try is- out. Something a new, new, a new segment, uh, and it's called "How Do You Live Like That?" <laughs> uh, and we're not so sure what it's about because we only came up with it for this one thing that we came up with. Um, but we'll we'll find we'll we'll find a way to 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 fill it with more content in the future. Yeah. Uh, so how do you live like that? Is basically just us observing people in the world yeah and judging and 
definitely judging them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. From it's, an empathetic standpoint. Well, not really from an empathetic standpoint. We like we'll make an attempt to be empathetic as we discuss it, but really like the starting point is us being judgmental. Well, it's being judgmental, but like I think that the nature of it is like if I you know, for example, okay, so our category is or our category is uh segment name, Jesus Christ. The segment name, Scotty. Come oh on. Oh my god. Get um, it together. Okay. Is how do you live like that? And our example this week is those older fat people who take little baby steps and walk really slow and take forever to get anywhere. And, and you've all seen these people. They're everywhere. Oh, they're, I mean, they're in your neighborhood. In <laughs> yeah. And they just kind of, and I wish I, I wish we could, I wish we got to start incorporating a visual element to this podcast because I wish I could give the example, but it's just like, excruciatingly slow walk Ex- where not only are the steps small but they're you know every two seconds they're slow they're, they're small you this person is just moving down the sidewalk at, at the slowest pace possible right it's the worst dit 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 like and like and each step is maybe like two inches I in feel front like of it's the other. more of a well, you know what? It, like, you know what? Really the more I think about it, though, it's not so much slow because I think one of the defining characteristics of it is the is the distance of the steps. Because I've seen these people, uh, they take steps relatively quickly. They just don't go anywhere. Right. Well, I think there's a column A, column B. I mean, I think yeah. we definitely have the category of people that are even worse. Some people just do the slow shuffle. Right. Uh, some people do baby steps. The, but the baby steps that just get you nowhere. The point is they move excruciatingly slowly down the sidewalk. Yeah. And I th- why I say this is from an empathetic standpoint is because if that's how I had to get places... Right. I'd stop going places. Me too. Or would I? I mean, like, <laughs> do they get to the point? Or, I mean, is it just like being a snail? No, know, I just... it's like... Yeah. And I think... Know, it just happens in your life. You slowly start walking a little slower and a little slower and a little slower. But I don't think it happens to everybody. No, I think, you know... there's fat this, people and... And, and people... And some old people. And some old people. But... And it's not necessarily going to happen to either of us. I don't it, think it, it will. It could, but especially the fact that we think about it. But I think really the, the point of this segment is when I see somebody doing that, I can't stop thinking about it. Like, I'll, I'll stare at them. I'll watch them. One ex- so I saw a lady doing that today, and I like pointed it out to Hannah. I was like, "Look at how slow she's going. How does she? How does she live like that?" <laughs> right. And I have a neighbor who's obese, and she and my brother pointed this out to me the other day. And she walks from her house next door to mine down to her car parked down the street, and it takes her twenty minutes. And you can tell she does it because she's just really lazy. Oh, and she doesn't God. want to break a sweat. I mean, does your perception of time just change? Does it? Does, or are they just like, well, you know, I'm going to walk over there, and it's going to take me as long as it takes to walk over there. <laughs> you know, like for me, it's like. That's I mean, you think about long. it. I, think about how annoyed you get when it takes you even a little bit longer to get somewhere than normal. Oh my God! Like, I, I mean, I like to be, especially when I'm like solo mission. You know, yeah. like I'm going to the store and like get a fucking drink or a pack of cigarettes or, yeah. you know, something that I want. It's like, I will do everything in my power to make that as efficient as possible sometimes. Like, if we're not working, yeah, it's like... I'm all about you know, efficiency oh when it comes God, to that stuff. Oh my God, the fewest number of steps to the door. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot my wallet. Well, I've got, you know... I'll just deal. I've got $11 I'll in my deal. pocket and cash. I'll deal. Fine. I'm not going back. Yeah, no. I'm no, not it's going to take too boom, much boom, time. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And something that takes five minutes, like I'll try to shave it to three. Yeah, and I, and I just wonder what's going on in these people's minds when they're taking these tiny little steps and barely getting anywhere. And it's like, in the time that it takes me to get from one end of the block to the other end of the block, they've gotten about an eighth of the way down the block. Right. Like I could go to the end of the block, jerk off, <laughs> get hard again, yeah, jerk off one more time. Yeah. By the time they get there. I, yeah, I mean, and, we're talking about jerking. And I, you know, and I imagine like so today. I said it was like maybe it just has to do with the, the neighborhood I live in, but it was a little old Chinese lady, 
and she was doing that. She oh, had I have a bunch of the little grocery bags, and I'm she's barely moving, and I'm just wondering, okay, what's going on in her mind? I just wonder what her yeah, like you said, her perception of time is. Right? Is it well? I'm gonna get home an hour from now. Right, and it, like, is there a certain point, in, like in, in her situation, where you know there's something that she does that cuts, shaves, you know, right, shaves a little or, time off, you know, and maybe she feels accomplished about it. Maybe she, maybe this just happened. Sometimes I think about this. Maybe it just happened. Maybe she woke up today and she started walking slow. See, I don't think that. I think it's a gradual thing. You think it's you gradual? Yeah, you think like yeah, she's yeah. she was walking faster and then slowing down more, more, more. Right, so she's used to it. She you think she's in think pain? That's. I wonder if they're in pain. They Is have it like to be. you have to be in some sort of pain to have to walk like right, that? Right, there's got to be some kind of limitation. Similar to my obese neighbor. Right. She's avoiding pain. R- right. Right. The car has mirrors in it. <laughs> she. The cars are cars remind you that you don't fit. Right. Yeah. And. Yeah, I saw a guy walking in Redwood City, um, just you know, yesterday. I had that same thought. Where yeah. You know, it's like you got to be. 450 pounds mm-hmm. he had a cane yeah and it was like you know he really only had one leg that could swing and the other one would like take <laughs> just like sort a, of shuffle it was like he'd get like a one inch move and then the other one it'd be like you know he'd lean and swing the leg well that's the get, technique he'd worked out and get about you know about eight inches out of it and then two inches and then eight inches yeah yeah and, like, and these people they have to work out these techniques to right you know? and the, well the other thing is too it's like well, old people it's like okay like you know I understand old, you're old. old is getting old that's, that's your body cool. stops working yeah. so well right I don't I don't judge them harshly but, but obese people I, I do have to judge where it's like I mean I don't have to but I really choose to and it's like I mean you have to put a considerable amount of effort in I yeah. believe to like eat to maintain 450 pounds in your body. So, because, so like, but if you're moving it, at that rate, you're, every time you're standing up, every time you're moving, like you're moving a fucking ton of weight. You're, you're using a lot of calories. Right. So yeah. like their caloric intake must be. So they have, it means they have to have backpacks full of cakes. Yeah. Or something, right? Or, or, I mean, if it takes, if it takes you two hours to get to the store and back, how are you going to eat? Like, you have to eat all the food that you bought at the store on your way back home. Or at least some of it, yeah. <laughs> or at least some of it. Just, like, roasted chicken, just bare-fingering it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, just a whole cake. Yeah. Just, don't judge me. No, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I did, and I, I can't did. help it, and I, I do that. Yeah. yeah. So this is our opportunity in our podcast to, to judge people. Yeah. And in the midst of this, I came up with one for our next podcast. So right. I think this is going to be a winner of a segment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you going to reveal it? No. A little teaser? No, this time I'm not. Did you write it down? I, I'm, I'm remembering it, and we're going to end this podcast now. Okay. And so I'm going to write, write it down, down as soon as we're done. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for indulging us. After. Thus concludes our fifth episode of Dancing About Architecture. Wow. And goodbye. Wow.